What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about where failure comes from, and let's get right into it. So, the definition of failure is when a goal has not been achieved and it cannot be achieved, which is to say, it's a done deal. It can't happen anymore. It's not possible. For example, once all your organs fail, you die, and since you die, that you fail, you cannot come back from that. It is not something that you can, you can't have life after you die. At least not biologically. You could say heaven or something like that. But in terms of your biology specifically, it is not possible. But we're not talking about failure in that way. I want to talk about specifically premature failure, which is giving up on something without clear evidence that it doesn't work. Let's say I want to get a car. I'm looking at the new GR86 by Toyota. It's a sports car, two doors, rear-wheel drive. Fun little car. It's kind of cheap too, but it's very hard to get. You have to get on the list. You have to hope they fulfilled their orders and all that good stuff. And people are selling them from over MSRP. It's a wild thing. But anyways, you're trying to get this car. You say, I want to get this car by the end of 2024. And then you don't get it. Is that a failure? Yes or no? Uh, depends. If you give up on trying to get the car, then yes, it's a failure. It's a premature failure, but it's a failure. But if you don't give up on the car, if you don't give up on it, then it is not a failure. Because not having the car is not something that cannot be achieved unless you die. I know that's kind of a silly example, but this is happening all the time, all and everywhere, in everybody, all the time. Uh, I've given up on stuff without clear evidence that it doesn't work or that it can't be achieved so many times that I cannot count. Whether that be a side hustle, talking to somebody that I want to talk to, going somewhere that I want to go, giving up before... The evidence is clear that it doesn't work or that it can't be achieved. It's premature failure. And it's something that is a learned behavior. And I want to get into that. That is the meat of the podcast. So we do not start like this. We do not easily give up on stuff without clear evidence that it doesn't work or give up when something does not seem like it cannot be achieved. And there are not really many things I can think of at the top of my head that cannot be achieved. If you have a goal, as long as you keep striving toward that goal, then it is possible. And as long as you're striving towards it, it is not failure. But there, are, I don't, I can't think of anything that would result in actual failure, which means to say that you can't achieve it and it's not achievable anymore. I guess you could say, if I had a goal of being a basketball player, and let's say I had all of the proper genetics, I was six foot six, I could jump out the gym and all that stuff. I had all the necessary things, but I didn't go to college or something like that. I could still have a chance of getting to the NBA. But if I'm 40 years old and I haven't made it to the NBA, then it's not going to happen. And that is an actual failure. Something like that, that's an actual failure. But most of our situations in life aren't like that. We're not trying to do something that's very super hard to do. When we're born, we only have two fears. Loud noises and falling. That's the only two fears that baby have, babies have. And everything else is learned. 99% of babies learn how to walk within the first two years because... They don't see it as a permanent failure. They don't say, oh, I couldn't take a f two steps in a row. Therefore, I, eh, it's not worth it. It can't be achieved. It, won't, it doesn't work. I can't never walk. Babies don't say that. They do it again and again and again until they get it right. And they do it again and again with their language. And then they do it again and again with tying their shoes. And then reading. And then math. And then all this crazy stuff. But now I want to talk about where this premature failure starts where it's fostered, where it grows, where it becomes automatized for the majority of us. And that place is in school. 
I just did a podcast about school. If you want to listen to it, it's about 20 minutes long. And I'm talking about how pretty much school is a waste of time. Public school, I'm saying. And how it doesn't serve the goals of the parents or the kids or society at large. It only serves one group of people. And I'm not going to get into that now. But yeah, school is where premature failure comes from. That's the main boiling point The where the, all the ingredients are put together and presented to you for 18 years straight or 12 years straight. Excuse me. 12 years straight of being automatized in the way of having a fear of failure and therefore giving up on stuff before you have time to see if it actually works. Think about grades. Think about grades. You take a test, you do an assignment, and you get a marking on it that says you're good or you're bad. It says you're good or you're bad, or you failed, or you didn't fail. You're good, you didn't fail, you're bad, you failed. You failed, you're bad, you have to be held back, you have to have a low grade, which marks you as a failure, and all this stuff. The same thing with tests. If you don't memorize all this stuff and spit it back to me in an accurate fashion, then you are a failure. That's what a test is. And what we learned through school was to have a fear of failing. You fear failure failure because you get castigated at school, you get picked on, you get put in the dumb class, and all this negative labels get put on you. And this is in direct opposition to how the real world works. In the real world, you can do something as many times as you like until you get it right. You can start as many businesses as you want until the one finally works for you. You can ask as many girls out as you want until one says yes. You can try out for the basketball team every year until you make it. You can do everything until you actually do it. But through school, we learned that failure, temporary failure, premature failure is bad. If you don't get it the first time, then... It's, you might as well not do it. And since we fail, we feel fear or embarrassment or anxiety about not passing these tests that don't mean anything for information that 95% of which we're going to forget or not use at all in the real world. We take these habits and we take them into our adult lives and they become automatized into our behavior where we start down a path. We feel some existence and it feels like failure. It feels like this it feels like not passing the test and we give up on it feels like not passing the assignment and giving up on it. Before, you have to experience the same negative emotions that you experience in school or in daycare or sometimes by parents of not having something work within a certain amount of time. Since this behavior is so automatic for the majority of the population, failure is inevitable, which means to say they will give up prematurely on things that they don't have clear evidence that doesn't work or that cannot be achieved. People say they want to get in shape. They go down that path and they don't see progress or something like that in the same window that they would with the test in school. And they feel like a failure and they actually give up, which means they actually fail. And they do it over and over again with all the other stuff in their lives. In terms of how to get rid of this uh, mentality, you have to unlearn everything that you've learned. And then you have to learn to like failure, to like testing, to like getting feedback from the environment. To say to yourself that the test of life is an ongoing test that doesn't end until you die. It's not something that lasts a semester. It doesn't last a year. It doesn't last 12 years. It lasts all the way up until you die. And you have all that time to keep taking the test until you get it right. Keep taking the test. Keep taking the test. Keep getting the grades. And the grades in real life are way better than the grades in school because the grades in real life actually mean something. It means accomplishment. It means happiness. It means loving relationships. It means a whole bunch of stuff. 
Whereas in school, it means you get a pat on the back from a government official who gives you a piece of paper saying that you can go on to the next grade or gives you a piece of paper that says you're worth something. When you actually aren't worth anything, you have to actually prove it in the real world. I can run on that stuff all day. But you get the point. Unlearn that stuff. Realize that failure, premature failure, is the real failure. Giving up on something before you have clear evidence that it doesn't work or that it cannot be achieved is a way to a small life, a life with no impact, a life with no accomplishment, no real accomplishment, nothing worth talking about with your grandkids or having to say on your deathbed. That's the way to do it. So I'm saying be more like children. Be more like the young children, the toddlers who just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep doing it until they get it right. And they don't fear fear anything about it. They're not sad about it. They just do it again and again and again. And they achieve the result. And they expect the result. And they achieve the result. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say, man. Failure. Premature failure is a learned response. Specifically from schools and authority figures. that don't want Who want us to gain our self-esteem from them. By doing the song and dance. And doing the test. And getting the grades. And getting approval from them. And what it leaves us with is the incapacity to endure when things don't look so peachy. When things are, that are supposed to be hard feel hard, we give up. So we don't feel that same feelings that we get from the authority figures in our past. As an adult, the ultimate authority figure is yourself, your values, your dreams, your wants, and the people that you love. Use that as your standard instead of authority figures from your childhood, school teachers, daycare workers, parents, authority figures, whoever, right? Yeah, that's all I got to say. With that, I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.